Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. To the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast, I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank. If you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. Uh, We appreciate all the support. I can see people are tuning back in as we're starting to get those episodes out uh, as soon as possible afterwards. Watch this game on delay, being a Thursday morning. Uh, had stuff on. So, uh, watch the delay. Again, League Pass is a woeful, woeful contraption, uh, a terrible organisation, and uh, contribute nothing to the ability of for me to be able to watch Pelicans without a start-stop stuttering stream. Um, I filmed some videos that uh, are full of my rage and distaste for the lack of video streaming abilities of, frankly, an app that I'm paying way too much for now because I could find alternative streams that work better and have better streaming quality. So anyway, I digress. But yeah, if you want me to release the tapes, feel free to tweet that out and I'll um, I'll consider it because they are humorous. But anyway, uh, what are we here to talk about? Pelicans, I suppose. I guess that's what the podcast's about. So the Pelicans visited the Miami Heat in their penultimate game of the preseason, game number four. Unfortunately, not the result we were chasing, uh, falling short, completely undermanned. We we're missing three quarts of the team. Um, and different starting lineup again. We ended up falling 120 to 103. Pelicans actually dragged it back within 10 uh, with five minutes to go uh, when the, the deep bench came on. And um, yeah, they, they held their own. They battled the whole way through. Willie Green after the game, uh, really happy with the effort. Miami Heat's a tough defensive team, force outside shots, which we were not good at hitting in this one. Besides Trey Murphy, I won't lump Trey into that because he was fantastic once again. Uh, and those tips for most improved player look um, very, very tasty. But anyway, I digress. This is not a betting show. Um, so what did we like? Well, the starters came out. We uh, had a team was a little bit different once again in terms of the starting five. Trey Murphy, Zion, Billy Hernan Gomez in the middle with Jonas having a night off. Herb Jones and CJ McCollum returning uh, for his second night of action. A bit rusty for CJ. I mean, to kick us off, he was was objectively bad. Uh, You could tell he'd had a few, a week and a half off and and hadn't played much. Um, Yeah, wasn't wasn't good. 
I mean, we'll get to that when we get to the to the box scores. Quarter by quarter, the Heat came out fast. Uh, I think they shot 10 of um, 12 or something in the first quarter. They were just unreal. Uh, 37 to 31 to 33, uh, yeah, in that first quarter, and we're already down. We hung around, thought it was going to be really close, and then um, I think it was Vincent or someone like that hit a bloody shot at the buzzer and put him up by six and it was just like every time we looked like we were about to make a move and and pull close then something outlandish would happen i mean there was a there was a play where uh cody martin or whichever martin twin it is threw the ball he hit the side of the backboard went back to them and they laid it in there was another one and this was just like scratching my head they advanced the ball to bam out of bio trey murphy sticks and hand up deflects it off his hand and it goes in the bucket you're like how is this happening everything that could go wrong uh could go wrong did as i'm williamson in the end of the middle of the second quarter was going off had 11 points in that quarter and uh then rolled his ankle and was out for the rest of the game now he's already confirmed that he's he's day-to-day says it doesn't it's it's fine uh it was a bit tender uh when he got the doctor to check it out and it was all precautionary it sounds like it's preseason. Are we going to make him play through a through a twisted ankle? No, we're not. Uh, so all the carry on of oh yeah, classic. I mean, whatever. He's he's completely fine. He spoke after the game for eight minutes and uh, and mentioned it for two seconds. He said I'm fine. Anyway, uh, quarter two, thirty one to thirty three. Again, they just kept pulling away. Third quarter, they slapped us around, and we frankly looked average. Uh, thirty to twenty one, we turned the ball over a heap. Uh, took ba- average shots. No one really contributed in terms of uh, being able to score the basketball, which was dif- uh, disappointing. And again, that's credit to the Miami Heat. This is their final preseason game. They're ready to rock and roll. Start on Wednesday against the Chicago Bulls. And all credit to them. They're a great side. And I don't uh, take away or discount the fact that the Pelicans were completely undermanned. They've also played a heap of preseason games all in a row. One more to go, and uh, they haven't had any continuity at all in terms of their lineups. So uh, I'm not going to subscribe into this like, oh gosh, why was me? Uh, we lost. It, it was another tune-up game. I think we saw some good things from some guys. I think Trey Murphy was fantastic, by the way. I thought the uh, Zion Cheatham had a great game as well. And also Garrett Temple in the last quarter was basically dragging us back into the game playing Point Temple, which I can't even comprehend that I'm saying this. But last quarter, 20 to 20, it's a testament to the guys holding out and uh, and drawing that last quarter. And like I said, final score, 120 to 103. The team comparisons, however, if we have a look down at the, the stats regarding that, as a team, we shot 39% from the field, 35 of 89, which is pretty woeful, 21% from three. 7 of 33, and I tell you what, we like jacking them up. There was no issues with us getting to the uh, three-point line, but there was a lid on it tonight. If you're anyone not named Trey Murphy and also Garrett Temple, who hit a three, um, you're in some strife because the ball was not going in. Miami ended up shooting 47% from the field and 39% from three, 16 of 41. I mean, that's the discrepancy there. You've already lost the ball game. Uh, if you're getting smoked um, or double your threes, you know, it's just just makes sense. Free throws. The refs did very well in terms of making it a free throw competition. It 
they were great with the fouls. It was 32 apiece in free throws. So all credit to them for doing that. Um, but it did turn into a start-stop. The second quarter went for ages, um, particularly with the terrible stream. But anyway, I digress. 26 of 32, 81% Pelicans were, and Miami 75%, 24 of 32. Bam Adebayo starred for them. Uh, he got to the free throw line at will and really was um, probably the difference maker. I think he he led them all game and, and looked in mid-season form. Assists, 24 to 27, which you like to see. Um, Pelicans actually managed to uh, get more points off turnovers. They got 24 versus 14, and that's off the number of turnovers being... Uh, we had 20... Hang on. We had 15, and they had 15 as well, apparently. Uh, I, I don't trust this app at all, but uh, that's that's where we're getting it from. So, uh, you know, took care of the ball better than the last couple of games. We're getting 21 turnovers, but they came in bunches. It seemed to be that you'd make one mistake, and it would turn into three. And that was something that we were doing towards the start of last season, uh, right when we were getting going, is that you you just don't want one mistake to, to become contagious. Sometimes it's, you don't need to play at 150 miles an hour, pull it back and just take stock of what you're doing and get a good possession because there was plenty of times that we would do a great thing and then just like yeet the ball out of bounds and... I saw that Billy Hernan Gomez. He had a he had a bad game, honestly. Billy looked completely and utterly overwhelmed by what was going on out there, and I'm massive Billy Hernan Gomez fan. He, he, but he played badly. Uh, I wasn't impressed with how he he went at all, um, and that was ending up with 17 points. It felt like the worst 17 points I've ever seen. Um, which is well, not ever. That's that's a bit harsh, but he. He didn't feel like he was really in the game at all. Um, Trey Murphy finished with 15, Zion 11, Billy 17, team high. So, you know, what do I know, actually? But uh, it, it really did feel like he was he was outmatched. Uh, how many turnovers did he have? Four turnovers, you see, minus 17 on the night. And those were the things that were highlighted is that we were missing rebounds. We were getting these little tap rebounds and things like that, that just weren't being secured, not finishing the defensive possession. Uh, and that was, that was everyone's fault, uh, which was, which was disappointing. Now we'll go to the box score, uh, sort of alluded to it before, as I said, Trey 15 hit five of 11 shots, four of nine from three. Uh, and he was great. He had, I think the first 10 points for the Pelicans. He looked really, really good. And, his shot is so fast. He doesn't even bring the ball down. He shoots straight from his shoulders. And it doesn't matter what the feed to him looks like. He had one that zipped behind his back and he caught it and flicked it straight back up. Another three from the corner. He's fantastic. And again, I'm very high on what Trey Murphy's going to bring. Zion, 11 points, two rebounds, four assists, uh, three of seven. He played a bit of Zion at the five. Middle Zion, center Zion. And um, he looked good. That team with him and four shooters around him looked really, really dangerous. And, you know, four assists to go with that, not bad. And mind you, this is in 10 minutes and 52 seconds. So he scored a point a minute, which you love to see. Uh, Billy, as I said, had 17 and 7. 
One assist, one steal. Seven of ten shooting. Missed his three-pointer and had four turnovers. And honestly, I, I feel for Billy because it felt like he made a heap of mistakes. But, you know, he probably actually got a 17 points. So, I don't know. The, he didn't pass the eye test, but he passed the box score test. Uh, Herb Jones, six points, one rebound, one assist, one steal. One of three shooting in 26 minutes. And he defended... Pretty well, probably a little bit of a down game, but nothing to be concerned about. Defended the hell out of it as per, uh, probably a little bit stiff with a few of the fouls that he copped. CJ McCollum, 17 minutes, he had three points, one rebound, four assists, one steal, one of seven shooting. He was forcing it, uh, one of three, uh, one of four from three, uh, and only one turnover, but that turnover was disgusting. And maybe it went off, maybe Billy got that turnover, he threw it out of bounds, but it was, um, CJ was a bit all over the shop. And no doubt he'll play himself into form. We know what he's like, but uh, he, he um, he's going to have to yeah really get that rust off soon. Hopefully in this Birmingham game, if, if we can get Brandon Ingram back as well, that'd be nice and play everyone together. Najee Marshall, fantastic game. 24 minutes, 5 rebounds, 8 assists, 4... Uh, sorry, 8... 15 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 6 of 9 shooting. Hit all his free throws, 3 of them. Only one turnover. And honestly, he looked great. He got downhill. He was cleaning up everyone else's mess. There was a point where uh, Jose went to pick the ball up and then tried to continue his dribble again. And so he just let the ball go, released it. And to avoid getting the double dribble, uh, we had Najee swoop in and get hold of it. And um, yeah. He looked good, and that's the sort of Najee we need. Someone getting downhill, getting hold of the ball, and uh, yeah, he, he was impressive. Devontae Graham struggled. One of seven shooting, five points, and assist, uh, two assists and a rebound. Uh, didn't really do anything else. Hoisted four threes, missed them all. Uh, Jose, 21 minutes, had 12 points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, five of 11 shooting, one of four from three, his Three-point shot was wayward until the last quarter, or might have been late in the third, where he drilled one, but otherwise, yeah, that's still a work in progress. Otherwise, played completely serviceably. Zylan Cheatham, five points, seven rebounds, three assists. Played a lot in the center. Played a lot of minutes, actually. He was quite good, 16. And uh, came off the bench and did his role, and I'm impressed with what he brought. And um, with the news that the two... Well, two of the guys being John Petty and John Butler being released. Um, that two-way spot is looming. Who is going to fill it? I don't know, but Cheatham put his hand up, I think, with that performance. Uh, Garrett Temple, 11 minutes, five points. He got off the bagel. Two rebounds, one assist, one steal through it. Sick lob at one point. Uh, one of three from three, two of five shooting. Zero turnovers. He was a plus seven. I think he was the best in plus-minus for the whole team. He was. Turn back the clock, Garrett Temple. He was Point Garrett was like the best point guard that we had all night, so I'm not going to criticise him this night. Plowden came on, played well. Athletic, six points, four rebounds. It was solid. Sebron played nine minutes. One point, two rebounds. Solid got blocked to live in daylights by Dwayne Debman at one point. Um... Yeah, it was pretty hectic. And the new guys, Martin and Smart, did not much, but only had limited minutes. So, you know, they came out and did what they needed to do, moved the ball um, and missed a couple of shots. But 
you do what you can. You're trying to earn uh, some minutes. You get out there and you play. And, and those guys did that. They were just playing on guys that were a little bit too tall. Now, overall, it's okay. Is the sky falling in? Absolutely not. And every time we go undefeated in the preseason, well, the season starts shit. So, I'm not worried about this. I think it was a good tune-up. It was a great test against a good side, uh, a fully healthy side. The only player they had out was, or two players, was Yurt Seven and Adonis Haslam, who don't play anyway. Um, So, you know, that's not a big issue for us. We were sitting there without JV, Nance, Kyra, Brandon, Jackson Hayes, Dyson Daniels. So, I mean, we know... Kyra hasn't been around for a bit, but all the rest of them are going to be key contributors. So you're missing a few players and a few guys that are going to be... Well, there's one, there's two starters out, as well as some key contributors off the bench. Uh, last year's starter in Jackson Hayes as well. So it was tough. And guys like Jackson, Dyson, JV, Nance, so, like, those guys are going to be critical. I mean, obviously Brandon, but those guys are going to be critical in being able to clog up the paint, set screens, grab rebounds, and be disruptive on the defensive end. And we just didn't have them. So uh, they they held their own. I Honestly, to lose by 17 when Bam Adebayo was just going off his absolute nut 25 points, 8 of 12 shooting, and Tyler Hero had himself 23 points himself. You know, these guys were looking good, but... Um, they did well, and, and we we battled on. So, all in all, that's the that's how it went. Uh, we'll go to a break now. When we come back, we're going to have a chat about a Zion Williamson Sports Illustrated um, article that just dropped oh, yesterday, I think it was. And we'll talk about a little bit about his post-game as well, because he was asked about his shoes, the Zion 2s, and that was uh, quite a little insightful video. It's on YouTube. You can go and watch it. Um, it's only eight minutes if you've got some time on your commute to work or wherever you're going or whatever you're doing. If you can find eight minutes in your day, it's worth listening to because he lights up. And it's nice when Zion gets a bit um, up and about, you know. He gets asked different questions other than, oh, why do you hate us, you know. So I'll be back after this. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikhail Bridges before any other rank list? That's right, it was the Brewski 150, and you probably turned those huge wins into some cash, didn't you? Great. Well, the Brewski 150 is now available to all Fantasy Monthly members, including the extremely affordable Fantasy Pass, at just $5.99 a month. Head to sportsethos.com to upgrade to a fantasy pass now and dominate your drafts. 
Okay, welcome back everyone to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here, manning the microphone as per. Uh, the Pelicans fall 120 to 103 against the Miami Heat in Miami. Uh, disappointing loss, but again, few things you can take away from it. We were going to talk about Zion Williamson's Sports Illustrated article. Now, it dropped the other day, written by Howard Beck, a fantastic um, breakdown. and um, It was just a deep dive into Zion. It looks like Howard Beck went out to Fort Lauderdale with them uh, and, and did a bit of a poetic sort of opening about uh, some people jogging laps at the uh, training facility and um, talked about the training regime. And really deep dove into the mental health side of things, Zion going through the various um, you know trials and tribulations the year before, and it was actually really insightful. And from a guy that we've, we've sort of been getting the media-trained response of, you know, it was really tough, but I'm getting through it and things like that, this was a bit more uh, of an expose than, than probably what we've seen before. And and while it doesn't give anything profound that we haven't sort of worked out throughout, you, you found out what the training regime was like, how he was approaching uh, that year that was, and um, the disappointment that he felt, you know, being a young man trying to deal with the idea that his basketball mortality might be quicker than... Um, then anticipated he was he was going through it. He was hoping that he'd be back, and then his foot doesn't heal as we remember. And then Twitter sphere is going absolutely ballistic. Everyone's filling the space that he wasn't filling with his responses, and he it really is a great article. So if you want, just go and read it. I think I shared it on Twitter. Uh, go and check it out. It's it's definitely worth the read, and. Yeah, it gives you another appreciation of what he went through and, and what the professional athletes go through, particularly ones with hype like this, uh, when they deal with a year-long injury where, through no fault of your own, you find yourself on the outside looking in and you have to re-establish yourself. As a 22-year-old all-star who's been highly publicized since he was 15, uh, 15 years old or even younger, I think, and he's had to deal with that, grow up with all that sort of stuff. And you get to a place, you say nothing, and the narrative is written for you. And he really goes into all of that and, and discusses how people are going to talk. And, and while he he could go out there and say, well, stuff everyone, I'm going to show everyone in the world. Instead, he's going to show himself. And that was really the theme of it, is that you don't need to prove yourself to anyone. Just make sure you're proving to yourself every day that you, you can do this, you can be better, and you can uh, you can grow as a person. And and I thought that was really nice. And Howard Beck was a bit of a wordsmith. He, he did a very good job. So if you get time, go and, and have a look at that. Uh, we also saw in Zion's post game, just keeping the Zion um, train rolling. Why not? Um, so he rolled his ankle. They asked him about that. This is after the heat game. Um, and he said he's fine. The doctor's all precautionary, as I said. Uh, and then one of the fellas who's not one of the regular beat riders, he must be one of the Miami Heat ones, was in there and 
was asking about Zion's shoe design and how he got, prepared the Zion 2, and he talked about that for a bit, which is fantastic. Uh, really nice little insight into uh, how he's involved with making the shoe and what goes into it, and didn't like beat around the bush. He wasn't like, oh, yeah, you know, I was sewing the shoes up and doing the designs and things like that. It was you presented with a number of things. They then craft it to uh, personalize uh, the athlete and, and what they like and what they want to dedicate it to. And he dedicated uh, a lot of those shoes to the city of New Orleans, the Voodoo, the Bio Boys, um, you know, those those two in particular. Uh, and so he talked about that and, and that was quite nice, him getting to talk a little bit different uh, or differently about things uh, rather than just basketball, which was good. They also asked him in his final question, which we, I mean... You obviously don't want to upset the apple cart being one of the beat writers trying to ask him these deep dive questions, but he asked him what is his affinity with the city of New Orleans, and he said New Orleans is home. And he said him and his family live there. He he loves being in the city. There was obviously all the other things that happened in the summer uh, that he got to do, go to Paris and and go uh, all over, but he spent most of the time before he went off to Fort Lauderdale in in New Orleans and where he signed that contract at the YMCA camp he said that was the best or the highlight of his summer was being with those kids because that was his childhood growing up at the YMCA in the summer camps and perhaps someone comes along and uh, gets to run one of those but that was what he got to do and to be able to give back I think he really lit up about that as well and was really excited and and you could see that there was a part of him that was like that was a really touching moment for him being able to give back to those kids and, and to the community. And and all that does is give me reassurance as a fan that this is where he wants to be. And I know he's said it time and time again, but again, you don't say those things over and over if you don't mean it. Why would you? Why would you spend any extra time with a community? Why would you commit to five years with no uh, player options? All of these things build up and all of a sudden you've got this complete buy-in from an A grader and that's what you want. So I was really excited to hear all that and like I said, it's eight and a half minutes or something. It's worth going and have a look on YouTube um, and thanks to the Pels team for putting that together. We love the uh, post-game access that they provide to the public. Um But I think that is where we might leave it. Coming up, we have the final game of the preseason. We've made it. The Birmingham game. Take on the Hawks. Uh, Head down to that game, if you can. If you you can get tickets, I'm sure there's still a few about. Maybe not. Um, The Birmingham community is fantastic. I've had a little bit of a chance to meet a few of the people there, as you've seen in previous episodes, and honestly, just great people. It's a great community, great basketball city. Go and enjoy it. Uh, get down there and, and support the G League, uh, or our G League affiliate, and, and another basketball city, because they get to see some basketball. So if you're in Birmingham, enjoy. I'm jealous. But uh, I'll leave it at that. Um This has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. My name is Lyle Swithenbank. At Ethos Pelicans on Twitter. At Lyle Swithenbank 
as I said, give us a rate and review on your podcast device. I will be back after the Birmingham game. I'm pretty sure it's Saturday morning for me, so I can do these straight away. So I will talk to you then. Stay safe and bye for now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.